Hey, y'all. You are listening to Situationships, the podcast where black millennials from across the relationship spectrum, from singledom to divorced, share their personal stories to uncover hard-learned lessons of love. I'm your host, Randy. Hey, y'all. This is Randy. Today, I'm bringing you part one of the Millennial Dating Series. I interviewed young black professionals to get their take on aspects of modern dating. I asked them about their perspective on things like ghosting, paying for dates, using dating apps, and the joys and challenges of modern day dating. On this episode, we hear from Justin Caselli, the director of The Right Swipe, a dope new web series created by and starring Kira Jones and Julie Delpreet. The Right Swipe puts a modern spin on the traditional rom-com by highlighting the dating experiences of individuals from marginalized communities. The episode starts off with what you can expect to see from The Right Swipe, then we dive into questions about dating apps, rebound dating, paying for dates, and so much more. And Justin shares his personal insights and experience dating as a black millennial in Chicago. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate the pod and leave a five-star review. Please don't forget to join the Situationships Podcast Facebook community where ladies are sharing dating and relationship tips and insights that they've learned through trial and error. And lastly, let's connect on social media. You can find me at Situationships Pod on Instagram and Facebook and at Situations Pod on Twitter. All right. I hope you enjoy the episode. So first, um, could you introduce yourself? Tell me who you are, where you live, how old you are, and what you do. Yeah, um, my name is Justin. I am 27 years old, going on 28, and I live in Chicago, and I'm a filmmaker. Nice. So first, um, let's talk about The Right Swipe, because that's yes. a super cool project that I yes. can't wait to see. Um, so just tell me, tell me about The Right Swipe. Yeah, so The Right Swipe uh, is this new upcoming romantic comedy series created by created by and starring Kira Jones and Julie Delpreet, uh, both from both in Chicago. Um, so basically, it's this it's this uh, intersectional feminist sex positive romantic comedy series uh, about two best friends who decide to start uh, a business helping men with their dating profiles, helping them fix their dating profiles. And along the way, as you can expect, uh, their own love lives get entangled in the process. Um, but I think, you know, when they reached out to me uh, to direct the project, I think what really drew me to the project was that, you know, we really had an emphasis on kind of flipping that flipping that rom-com narrative. You know, so often it's very much, uh, you know, guy wants girl, guy chases girl, girl says no, guy tries harder, girl says no again. You know, it kind of repeats until the guy gets the girl. And it's just always so much from this, like, male-dominated perspective, specifically white male-dominated perspective. Um, and so we wanted to flip that. We wanted to kind of put... Um, put a black woman in Kira and another woman in Julie kind of in the driver's seat. And we, we wanted to kind of focus on, on what it's like to have friendship and have romance and, and to be dating um, all at different, all at different, you know, sections of marginalized identity in this world of digital apps and dating apps that we're living in. So, uh, so yeah, it's in a nutshell, it's just a new take. It's a fresh take. It's a, it's a modern take on the rom-com series. What are some of the trends or phenomena that you guys explore through the show? 
Totally. So we we explore um, a lot of different trends. You know, we talk about um, a lot of different marginalized identities. We talk about um, we have an episode featuring a trans person and their struggles trying to find love um, through dating apps. Uh, we struggle with the, um, uh, a lot of uh, uh, misogynoir, um, where, you know, where it's this notion that, um, you know, black women not only have to deal with misogyny, but they have to deal with this, uh, a level of racism in that misogyny as well. Um, and specifically from black men in their own community. So we touch on that. Um, we touch on just, we touch on friendship. We touch on two friends who, who don't have the same background, who don't have the same culture, but have found a, a solace in each other, but they still kind of have some, some, some issues to overcome. Um, we touch on, um, you know, we touch on the LGBT, LGBTQ community and their struggle with dating. So I think we just touch on a lot of different marginalized communities and, and just, uh, you know, as, as people kind of in their late twenties going into, going into their early thirties, what does that mean for someone who's on those dating apps? You know, some of these dating apps don't necessarily always cater to long-term and some of them do, and then people might be on them for the, for different reasons. So, um, we really just kind of, um, touch on a lot of different trends that have to do with, you know, being, being in this like late twenties, early thirties and, and dating and figuring out yourself, but not only, um, not, not only yourself, but what you're looking for in a partner as well. Cool. I'm actually really interested. And one of the things you talked about was like the dynamic between the two friends, like as a black woman who has quite a few female friends who are not black, Yeah. Like that dynamic of like, things can get complicated sometimes. And, and totally. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, Thanks. Go ahead. No, I was going to just agree with you. I mean, things can get complicated. I think, you know, it's, 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 um, there's always going to be an essence of learning and kind of an, and, uh, and, and the understanding of, you know, someone's always going to have a different opinion than you, even though you're friends. And, they, and, and, and to understand that sometimes the opinion you may hold might not be as important in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, in, I think in the series, there are definitely plenty of times where, um, you know our our two main characters, India, um, the uh, our, our black uh, woman, and 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 uh, Margot, our white woman, they're the best friends. There are times when when India's going through things in the show that that Margot is just not quite grasping. I mean, I think she gets it from a very surface level, where it's like, oh, I see my best friend, I see my homegirl is upset. But really, the root of the issue again, it kind of just it kind of goes back to that misogynoir, where it's like, you know. Margot will never understand that. Yes, she'll 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 understand misogyny and and a hundred percent. But I think the the added element of that racism because India is a black woman, I don't think that she'll get. So I think there are moments in the series where you know India has to confront her about that. You know, India has to kind of call her out on some things and be like, hey, like this is what it's like for me um, as a black woman, not just a woman. Um, and so you know, I think it's tough. It's it's not. It's, it's definitely. Um, uh, it was definitely. Um, insightful for me as I was reading the scripts and you know I have friends who aren't black and who aren't um who are are who who just have different experiences me and so sometimes I think there's a system of checks and balances just to make sure that we're all you know all thinking the same and we're all kind of um being respectful of each other and our and our experiences that's so cool I can't I can't wait to see how that plays out in the show oh yeah oh yeah um so what do you hope people get out of watching the right swipe I think people, I, I just, I really just want people to see a different side of this genre, of this romantic comedy genre. I love romantic comedies personally. Hitch is one of my all-time favorite movies. But, like, I really just want people to to see, you know, this idea of friendship, this idea of romance, this idea of dating from just a different perspective that might not be theirs. I think there's a lot to take away from really just being able to witness another person's experiences, knowing that we'll never, ever be 
in a position to experience them ourselves. I think there's just a learning curve there that I think we can all take away from. Um, and I think, you know, to get more detailed, I just, I, I really, you know, a lot of the work that I do is really um, to benefit the, the many talented black women in my lives, in my life. And, and, and I just, I want to be able to make a story to tell this, ro- this romantic comedy series, you know, where, where a black woman is thriving and doing her thing. And, and, um, and, but also has struggles and also kind of just also just figuring it out. I think sometimes, you know, what's with some black women characters and just sometimes women characters in general, it's they're either like, you know, I mean, I, th- I think Netflix has like a category that's like strong woman lead. And it's like, well, why can I just why can why why do I have to be strong all the time? Why do I have to be this all the time? And I think I think the right swipe is a nice job of just showing showing a world in which, you know, our, our characters are just people and um, and we're able to kind of um, give a voice to to some people who don't always get that voice, um, black women specifically, women in general, trans people, um, LGBTQ people. Um, so it's just a nice, it's just nice to be able to put them in this world and not focus on those things specifically, but just knowing that they're there um, is is what I is what I hope people get to take away from. You know, we're not screaming out that someone's gay or screaming out that someone's trans or black, but they are there and they're acknowledged and and their experience are just as valid as that white guy who's running after the woman in the airport in that '90s rom com that we're all used to seeing. Cool. I think one thing that you said that I really um, appreciate is. Like getting to see black women um, or, or marginalized people just living their lives as humans, just, as full yeah. beings and not having to yeah. live up to any expectations and being able to fuck up and, you know, just like yes. be imperfect. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's a part of it, too. I think so often it's like it's tricky. It's like it's like, you know, we have, you know, we have the saying, you know, like, you know, you know black, you know, black girl magic and, and black excellence. And that's great. And that's fantastic. But sometimes that can also be loaded. And I don't think that, you know, people in the black community and other on other marginalized communities mean to load anyone with more pressure. But I think inadvertently it, it happens. You know, I mean, you know, it's it's it reminds me of my mom telling me as a kid, like, you know, I have to be twice as good to get it to get as as to get half as what they have. You know what I mean? So it's it's that it's that same thing where it's like sometimes you just want to just be, you know, yeah, I fucked up today or yeah, I did a great job today. But um Sometimes it's sometimes it's tricky, um, and so I think the right swipe does a good job. I think Kira and Julie wrote a beautiful script, um, and just and just really showing just people being real people. You know, we're ne- we're never kind of overtly explaining. We're never kind of um, pointing out anything. It's just it's just people being, um, which I, I I really am happy with. Dope. So, um, where can people find you and the right swipe? Uh, on social media, on the interwebs, all of that. Absolutely. So the right swipe is we have a profile on Instagram. We have a profile on Facebook. Just search the right swipe. You'll definitely find us. Um, uh, myself, I'm on Instagram as well and Twitter. Um, I, I tweet probably too much. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just Caselli, uh, just at Caselli for both Instagram and Twitter. Um, that's C-A-S-S-E-L-L-E for Instagram and Twitter. You can check out some of my work. Um, you'll see a link to my site on both on both profiles. Yeah, I would love to would love to hear from you. Awesome. So I want to transition to more of my questions for the podcast. Sure. Um, yeah. Get your personal experiences. So we're gonna start with dating apps. So tell me about your experience using dating apps. Yeah, I I. I pretty I have a I have an extensive experience in dating apps. I've been on 
let's see, I've used Tinder, I've used Bumble, I've used OkCupid. Um, those are the three. I, I, I believe I, I, I tried the league too, um, which at one point I didn't even know was real. I thought it was a joke, but it was definitely real. Um, and uh, yeah, those are the main. I, those are the main ones I've tried. I tried Hinge, but I, I didn't really figure out how to ever work that properly. And then um, yeah, so th- those are the ones that I've that I've used in my past. Um, so you, how long have you been on the apps? Uh, I'm no longer on the apps. I'm in a relationship right, right. now. Um, but uh, a lot, though. I mean, I mean, I mean, pretty much. Uh, I moved to Chicago in 2013. So um, of the of the five years, the majority of those four years, the last year I've been seeing someone, but the majority of those four years, uh, I was I was on on and off the apps. So yeah, a lot a lot of time. Why did you decide to start using them? I think it was just easy. I think I I grew up uh, in a in a in a world where I would come home after school and hop on AIM and talk to my friends and and it it felt like a it felt like a, a continuation of that. Um, you know there was. Um, there was always there was always like a, a digital way to speak to someone when I was growing up. It, you know, first you were like AOL Messenger, then you went AIM, and then you, then and then I got I got those texting on my sister's phone because I didn't have one, and then I was, and then and then you know from there it just grew. So uh, I think that that was just uh, it was it was comfortable for me. I think for folks in in my age range, uh, it was it's a it's definitely a comfort thing knowing that you have experience kind of talking talking to people through the internet, um, and then. You know, I mean, Chicago's a big city, so it, you know, I'm I wasn't necessarily going out to bars or, or events, finding people at that time when I first moved to Chicago. I didn't even know what to do or where to go. So, I think just hopping on the dating app and and just and seeing who I could meet was the easiest and most efficient way. What have you liked and disliked about your time using dating apps? Um, I like I like the fact that there seems to be a lot of variety. Um, it's it's and by that I mean it's much easier to find to find someone to go on a date with on a dating app I think than it is in real life I think you know we're I think the culture's in a in a state now where it's um it's it, it might not always be so easy to to approach someone in person uh, I think the situation has to be almost perfect um, for it to to go as planned um, and so I think the dating app just kind of gives you a nice a nice buff to to meet up um, to meet some people to kind of to kind of you know do some do some light investigating before you go on a date with this person um and so i think that's why like it just you can you can see a lot of people you can meet a lot of people um you can decide if you like this person or if you at least feel like you have some sort of chemistry with this person before spending a whole evening with them um and you can also date on your own time kind of you know it's that's that's really nice i can be on the bus and i'm swiping right um that was definitely a plug, but um, you could do you could do all sorts of those things. I think the things I dislike about the dating app, uh, the dating app game, is, um, like I said, I love romantic comedy, so I I'm a fan of a, a good meet cute. So I want to, you know, you know, it would be nice to. I guess you could still have that, you know, after you, when you meet someone in person, but there is a sense of. You know, there, there. You, you just, you just don't have that when you, when you meet someone on the dating app. Um, and also, sometimes with the dating app, it, it, it kind of just feels like a game almost. You know, it's the way these, the apps are developed. It's like you swipe right, but it's a, it's a green, green bubble, and then you swipe right, and it's like this red. Eh, you know, so it just, it feels like a game almost, um, which I, which I don't necessarily like. Um, and I feel like sometimes it's hard for people to get off knowing that there's always just 
there could be someone just one swipe away. So I feel like it's hard for people to kind of let go of that once you meet someone. Totally. Did you watch the um, new documentary on HBO? No, but I want to though. Should. They talk I, about I, that. Yeah. Yeah. What are they? What do you? Well, I was gonna say? say like they design these apps to like jacks like what do they call slot machines so that you mm. literally like don't want to get off them because like a new face every time in the reward totally. systems in our brain like exactly. this is all designed to be addictive. So exactly, and it and it is. You know, it's like it's like you keep you keep swiping. I rem- I remember I would do this thing where when I was dating I would. Like I, I would know that I would want to get off the app, like like for the day or for the hour or whatever. Like I have something to do. I need to put this down, and so I would be like, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna swipe ten more times, and then just and then I'm done." I would like give myself these like number rules to like, and for for no for no reason. Like I could have just stopped then, but I'm like, "Nope, ten more ten more swipes, and we'll see who we come across." Yeah, it was it's silly, um, but yeah, it's it totally is a game. Um, and um, it's it's definitely a bit addicting, especially when you're looking for someone, especially when it's the colder months. Um, especially the in the so high, like it, it could the, be it is. the one. Yeah, like, right. Be, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's always the potential on the other side of that swipe, and you just don't know. And also with some of these apps, you have so many new little like options too. If you swipe, if you swipe the wrong way, you can reverse it mm-hmm. or. Or you can super like someone and they you'll pop to the front of their swipe, their feet, whatever. It's just there's so many there's so many options with these apps now where it really does feel like a game. One of the things that you said earlier um, was about some hesitation approaching people in real life. Mm-hmm. Tell me more about that feeling of hesitation. Where does that stem from? I think it stems from, I mean, for me personally, it mm-hmm. just stems from a from just just being aware um you know i think i think i think right now so I've, I've, a lot of people are using dating apps so i think a lot of people seem to be and this is a over a hugely general generalization but i feel like it seems to me that a lot of people are are maybe a little more comfortable um if they met someone on dating app, had a chance to kind of vet them and then meet them in person mm-hmm. um, versus just versus just meeting someone out in person. Um, you know, that that might it, it might not come as easy. It, it still happens plenty of time. Um, and especially in the right situations, it happens. Say you're at an event or say you're at, you know, somewhere where you both have an, a, a mutual interest, a show or what have you. Um, somewhere like the bar might not work or somewhere like on the bus where it's like, Hey, I'm going to work. I don't want to get approached by a guy right now. Um, so I, I, I think, I, I, I think there's just a, a culture right now of just being aware. And I think there's a culture right now where, um, a lot of men specifically, um, feel that hesitation. They feel they're like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to bother you. I don't want to come across any certain way. I don't want to X, Y, and Z. So I feel like they're, they're like that hesitation stems from not wanting to offend not wanting to come across any certain way that's negative. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it just, it's, it's, it seems to be, that seems to be a lot, um, a lot more prevalent th- these days than, than I was ever used to. Um, this idea that, um, I don't want to offend you by hitting on you or by, or by, uh, trying to talk to you. Um, and I think, I don't know. I just think I just I, th- I think because we hear so many stories these days, and I think because news travels so much faster these days on social media, um, that you know that a lot of times some some people might get turned off. Um, and 
I will say, though, sometimes the people, the men specifically, who feel like they don't want to turn someone off or they're afraid of, of doing something wrong when they approach a woman, sometimes those guys just don't know how to approach a woman the right way. So sometimes it's on them. Um, you know, like I said, you might not want to try to approach a woman at 7 a.m. on the bus when she's going to work and has headphones on. Um, or like when you're walking home at night and she's by herself, like that's not a good time to ask for someone's phone number. So I, I, I think it's a, I think it's a, a couple of different things, but there definitely seems to be maybe a little bit more um, comfort in the idea of I met this person through an app and I can at least figure out who they are first. Um, I can show pictures with my friends. I can do a little bit of a Google search um, and then go out with them. I think there seems to be a little bit, a little bit more comfort there um, than just, you know, meeting someone on a whim and, and, and giving it a go. And there's also like the mutual interests, like you both totally. have wife, right? So you, you know, totally. Have more it's like now life. we know, right? Yeah, it's like right. now we know. You yeah. know, now we know that there's a little bit of interest here. Yeah. Now we know that there might even be a little bit of chemistry, or, or we can at least do a quick chemistry test just to just right. to see how we, how we are. You know, yeah. I mean, you 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 can't you, you uh, unless you have a great meet cue. <laughs> right. It's hard to do that. It's hard yeah. to do that in yeah. person. You know, it's hard to do that chemistry check in person. So. Um, so yeah, like I said, there just seems to be a little bit of a of a comfort, a little bit of a um, um, uh, a chance to kind of figure out if we're vibing um, using those apps. Gotcha. So did you meet your girlfriend on an app or in real life? I met her on an app. Which app? Tinder. Surprisingly, I guess I shouldn't say surprisingly. I guess I guess maybe when Tinder first came out, it was quote unquote known as the hookup app. Now it seems like maybe it's not. Maybe they're trying to move away from that branding a little bit. Um, but we met on Tinder. Um, and yeah, we've been dating for uh, just under a year. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, so what are your thoughts on like sending the first message? Like, I know with Bumble, the women specifically have to send the first message, but most right. apps, it's it's up to whoever. So, like, how do you, as a man, approach that? Um, the what? I mean, I I typically assume that I'm to send the first the first message. Um, and I think it's just because. You know, I just think I just think in the world of dating, there seems to be this sometimes this hierarchy where it's like, if I give you my number, if the woman gives me my, her number, she's not going to call me first. I have her number. I'm going to call her first. Or, or you know, if we match on an app, <clears throat> it's a I'm I I should she's she's waiting for me to to say something to 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 kind of start this conversation. So um, that's that's just what I assumed. If I ever get a message first, I would I love that. I was very happy when that happened. Um, if we matched, but more often than not, it was usually me messaging the person. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I I I think you know messaging messaging first is just it's just what like I I wanted to step out and show that I was interested in you. Um, and so by doing by sending that first message, um, that was ob- obviously besides swiping right and you swiping right and us matching. Um, that was my that was my that's usually like my first message's intention. I was like, hey, like I'm one legitimate and two am interested in you and you know possibly here's why so would you be the person to initiate like in-person meetups and if you did like when did you make that decision to do that to you know extend that invitation oh yeah oh yeah i have a very i have a very strict guideline on that so let me let me let me break it down so uh (laughs) Definitely. I am definitely the first person to initiate a meetup. If that if, if, if that other person wants to initiate a meetup, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Like who whoever leads the conversation, it's it, I'm open to whoever wants to do that. I am a willing partner in either scenario. But 
in my experience, more often than not, I was the one leading that conversation, leading that leading that initial meetup. Um, and I would, uh, like I said, I would initiate. For me, I like to spend, you know, you know, a day or two, maybe three, just talking on the app, not to, you know, just kind of getting a feel for each other. Once we seem a little bit comfortable, boom, you get that number. Now you have the number, you move off the app. I think the sooner you move off the app, the better, because you don't want to just keep messaging on this third-party app. You know, it's just it just after a while, you got to move off the app just to see if it's real. Take it to that next level just to see if that chemistry holds up. So once you're kind of in the phone, you're texting, but you might even have a phone call just to make sure this person is, is who you think they sound like. Make sure that you have chemistry verbally with each other. Make sure the timing is right. Um, so you're kind of there for a bit. I think you should then meet up in person as soon as you can within a reasonable amount of time. There's a finite window for when you met someone on a dating app to when you meet them in person. Yeah. And if you don't meet them within that finite window, then it just it go the interest goes away because you know what you can do? You can keep swiping right. <laughs> that person likely has like six or seven other people that they're talking to, which is fair. So you have to kind of, you know, move quickly. You have to move efficiently. You can't, you know, be on the dating app for weeks at a time and then it's like, okay, what are we doing? I don't want a pen pal. I want to meet someone. Uh, so yeah, you gotta, you gotta move quickly. I, I super appreciate how much thought you've put into this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like so many people are just out here, like, cause I go in with strategy as well. So <laughs> yes. right. Like you have like, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't want to, if, if I met, if I matched you on, on, a, on today and we're still talking on, on the, on the dating app by next week, why haven't I gotten your number yet? Like, exactly. why haven't we, why haven't we mo- progressed yet? Yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't and understand. And if something's not moving, I mean, honestly, if something's not moving fast enough, or if like, it's going to, like, I'm just, I'm like you said, I'm going to find somebody else to talk to. Right, like, right. Yeah, I don't want a pen pal. This right. is not exactly. what I signed up for. Exactly. This is not what I signed up for. I hate totally. Same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, let's talk about texting. So yeah. do you follow like a texting etiquette, especially like in the early stages of getting mm-hmm. to know somebody? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a texting etiquette. I mean, yes, yes and no. I kind of, I kind of just feel it out. I kind of just feel it out. If this person seems to be a texter, great. Um, I'll text you, um, as much as you want to text me to, you know, within reason, if you don't seem to be a texter and you seem to be a caller, great. We can do that too. So I, I, I in my experience have just kind of tried to feel out how this other person was, um, you know, just to, just to, you know, make them comfortable. I guess I'm a natural pleaser. Um, thanks dad. So I just, <laughs> I just, you know, I just, I want to make sure everyone around me is comfortable and, and, and is cool and is, and is doing their thing. So, so I kind of just follow what that person was doing. Um, I definitely do though advocate for like hopping on the phone real quick. I can't tell you how many times I've had like friends men and women and other just like be like, yo, I talked to this person and they were not at all what I thought they were going to be like. And now I'm not going to go on a date with them. And it's like, great. Like now, you know, like, you know, I think, I think, you know, sometimes our generation doesn't like hopping on the phone. I mean, you can order pizza from your phone, which is ridiculous. So like, like on an app, I mean, so it's like, hop on the phone, just hear this person. Like you don't want to get, you don't want to get, get in a, in a, in a, on a date with them. And they sound like, you know, your little brother or something. And it's like, that's all you can think about. And no offense to that person if they have a high-pitched voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you use anything special or different, like emojis, or do you do anything, like, I don't know, flirty, I guess, when you're trying to, like, schmooze up a lady? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, probably, honestly, probably not more than I'm used to because I don't want to set a bar that I can't, that I'm not going to keep, you know? Um, 
So again, I kind of just kind of feel out how that person's texting me. If they're not using a ton of emojis, I'm not going to be using a ton of emojis. If they are using a ton of emojis, I'm going to use my normal amount of emojis, you know? So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, so it's like, I kind of just want to feel out how, how they are. Um, and, uh, and kind of go from there. I mean, Texting when you don't really know someone can be tricky because, you know, you don't know this person's cadence. You don't know their tone. You just don't know. You don't know their like their sensibilities, their comedic sensibility. Like you don't know. You don't know a lot of things. Um, so it's so it's tricky until you meet that person, because then once you meet them, you can be like, oh, this person said this. But I know how she meant it now. I know how they meant it now. Um, so, uh, like I said, that's why you got to that's why you got to get to that first date soon. Get there soon so you're not putting too much thought into the texting because until you get there in person, a lot's a lot is left uh unsaid. So true. So what about um paying for dates? Um do you think that customs around, you know, men generally paying for dates have changed? What are your rules? Yeah. And again, going back to like early on and sure, worship. sure. I mean I've always, I mean, I've, if, if I didn't pay for a date, my mother would not be happy. So, I mean, that's always going to happen. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I, and I, I don't think it has, for me, it has nothing to do other than the fact that, <clears throat> you know, I asked you out. So this evening should be my treat. Um, you know, this evening should be, you know, planned by me. Obviously, we, I will let you know what we're doing unless it's a surprise. But like, you know, I, 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 I want to show you a good time. I want to take that step and say, hey, this is what I want to do for us. This is on me. You just enjoy yourself. Um, and so, you know, I've always paid for first dates um, and a lot of dates until that person, until and unless that person's like, no, I want to pay for this date too. Or, or if that person then offers to take me out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I just, I just pay for the date, dude. Like, I just don't, I just, you, you asked, you asked, um, assuming you asked this person out, you pay for the date. It's, it's pretty simple. If, if you get there and the check comes and they want to split it, great. Now you split it. Um, but, but pay for it. Uh, just, just pay for it. I don't, do I don't you, think, I don't, yeah, go ahead. No, sorry. Um, I was just going to say, like, do you think that, I don't know what the word is, but like the, using apps using like tinder you can meet like a different person every day you can meet different people multiple times in a day like do you think that that influences like what people's expectations should be around like who pays for a date i think so i think depending on what the purpose of you meeting up is i mean i think you know i think if you're meeting up because you genuinely like this person and you want to like go on a second third and fourth or fifth date with them that's different than if you're just like, yo, you want to go to this dive bar down the street and go back to my house at night. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's just different. Um, I think it's, I think it's different um, depending on what the, what the intention of that date is. Um, and I think, I think, you know, sometimes the beauty of the dating app is that you can just be, you can just be super open about it if you want. You can be like, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. You know, like I said in the beginning, like Tinder used to be kind of this, like just more so like hookup kind of app, you know, cause it was so quick and efficient. There wasn't like a huge profile or anything like that. So like depending on even depending on which app you're using, it could say a lot about what you're looking for. Um, so I, I think I think, yeah, if you're going out on dates every night and you're meeting people every night, then, you know, you have a lot of free time. But I mean, it just, it just really depends on on that communication with that person and, and what you're looking for. I think for me, my experience is I was so 
when I when I wasn't looking for a relationship and I was just looking for for friends and things like that to you know play partners or whatever you want to call it like it was it was very clear like it was very clear I think what my intentions were what that person's intentions were um, and to be honest I probably paid for paid for whatever we drank or whatever we ate then too just because again my mother um, so it's like it 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 just it really just depends on what your intentions are and I th- I, th- I think and and what you what you've communicated to that other person. Cool. So what are your thoughts on like someone telling you that they're really busy? Like if you're you meet somebody, you're kind of filling each other out still and they're just like, I'm really busy. Like, is that something you take seriously? Do you, you know, choose to like fall back? Mm, like, mm. What are your thoughts? So on like, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So let me, so let me, let me ask you a question though real quick. So is it like, is it like, I've matched with this person and I'm trying to set up that first date and they're like, no, nah, I'm busy or like second date and I'm trying to, and, and they're busy or like, what's, where, where are we at? Let's go second date. Cause like okay. first date, like that's, you, you just actually don't want to meet up and that's, you don't want to yeah. meet up. Yeah. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. Don't, yeah you're just <laughs> that when you swipe right, that was an accident. Yeah. That's what happened. Um, okay. So first date, it was cool. Second date, they're busy. Second date, if they're busy and you've tried multiple times to, you know, choose another date and they're still busy and they're busy for like two weeks out. All right, cool. And then you're not feeling it. Like you're just, you're just not feeling it. You might be feeling it and you might be that busy, but if you can't like, if you can't make time, if I couldn't make time or if they couldn't make time for like a coffee or something, just to like see that, to see that person again, then I don't know if you're feeling it that much. Um, and so you just fall back. Like you just fall back again. I think the beauty and sometimes the curse with dating apps is that you can keep, you can, there's no limit. You can keep swiping. You can keep meeting people. You can go on a different app if you want, multiple at the same time. So I think if you get that, if you get that I'm busy tone, that I'm busy message, um, it depends on the chemistry of that person. If y'all are really feeling each other and you know you're really feeling each other, then I, all right, cool. You're like, I'll, I'll stick around. I'll see what's up. I'll give you those two weeks or whatever because you're out of town or what have you. Um, but if it was just a regular date and, you know, not too many sparks flew and, you know, it was, you just went home afterwards and there was no, you know, no dessert afterwards, no walk by the lake afterwards. And yeah, you might as well just fall back. That's real. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta, gotta read the room. Have you, like, if you, before you got in a relationship, when you were busy and your life was just full, your schedule was just full, would yeah. you, like, make a conscious choice to, like, take a step back from dating would you tell people that, you know, you just don't have time or would you stop swiping? Like, how would you handle yourself having a busy schedule? Yeah. See, that was a problem. <laughs> that was a problem with me. I never, I never wasn't looking. Um, right. You know, cause, because it's so accessible that it was hard. It was just like, well, I, I don't have to actually go on a date with someone. I can just swipe. Right. Yeah, I can just see, I can just see who's out there. You know what I mean? Like you could. You can make a ton and of then excuses. And it's like if I need see somebody, well then I'll make time. But otherwise, right. I'm just swiping. Exactly, you know? exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's I could have made time if I wanted to, um, if had I met someone at the time. So so yeah, I never I never really like you know took a step back. I think there I think definitely there were times when I was like I'm I'm I was very open and honest about like I'm not looking for something long term right now. Um, and if they were, then it was like, cool, well, you know, best of luck, you know. Um, and if that other person was, and then I was like, oh, cool, then we can kick it. Um, so it, so I think, you know, there was never for me, uh, well, I don't want to say never, but uh, from what I can remember, there wasn't a time that sticks out for me that I really kind of cut off dating. It was more so like, am I looking for something long term that I could really dedicate a lot of time and effort to someone? Or am I just looking for someone to like, 
just am I going to be out this weekend? I'm looking for someone that I could kick it with, you know, am I looking for someone that I could just, just be with for a little bit? Um, or is, am I looking for, you know, someone cause it's cold, you know, like, you know, so like, I think the way I kind of just, the way I kind of, um, adjusted my dating was just based on what I was looking for and the, and the space I was at, at that time. Um, and to be honest, I don't know if I ever was like on the dating app looking for something long term. I think I would just, it just kind of happened. Cool. Okay. So what are some of your biggest dating pet peeves? Ooh, biggest dating pet peeves. Hmm. Wow. This is a tough one. I hadn't really thought about like, so when I'm so like, give me a little more context. Okay. So <laughs> I'll say hey, <laughs> one of my pet peeves um, is people who is when men um, like do too much too soon. Like want to like be in your space all the time, want to text you all the time or want to like act, want to force a sense of intimacy that's mm. not necessarily there yet. Like mm. I don't know you, my brother, like stop yeah. acting like we, we've known each other for years. I just met you like a week ago. True that, um, true that, true that, true that. Yeah, true that, true that, true that. I could say the same too. I could say okay. the same too. I think for me when I like, when I'm, when I was first dating people and it was first or second date, you know, I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to, I was always a little bit turned off if things got too, too cuddly too soon. Mm. You know, like I definitely, I definitely wanted their sense to be like, yeah, like, you know, thing, you know, uh, we just met, you know, so like, let's, let's still like figure each other out. Like, I, I think that, you know, that idea of like figuring each other out and kind of, and kind of feeling how we were vibing together, that, that, that can be prolonged a little bit. You can take your time with that once you're kind of realizing that you like each other. So I think, I think that's a good one. I think I would say that too. Um, what else? What other dating pet peeves would I say I have? Um, I would say I would say I've 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 I've, I've met some people who, um, you know, first or second date, the texting starts to feel like relationshipy. Mm. I don't like that. What's um, that? What's that? What's that look like? It's like, it's like, it's the good morning text. It's the like, it's the, it's the good night text. It's yeah. the like, you know, multiple times in a day asking me how my day is, how my day is going. Like, you know, I don't like, like, I, like I, 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 one of my favorite parts about the, the, the dating process is, 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 is the court, you know, is courting someone. Um, and I, sometimes I feel like that gets, that gets like pushed to the side. Like it gets rushed. It's like, it's like so all of a sudden we've been on two good dates and now it's like now it's like we're boot up. It's like no, like like I'm still kind of, you know, oh, I still I still know. got yeah I'm still feeling you. All. I still got some moves to make. You know, I still got some things to impress you with. Like let me let me do that. And I you know sometimes I just feel like um, because dating because of dating apps people kind of they they kind of rush rush past on those things a little bit. I'm glad you said that because I used to think I was weird for being like annoyed by like a good morning or a good night text, but now I'm nah. validated. <laughs> right? You're so validated. Everything about what you just said is validated. Like, yeah, it, yeah. I think there are, you know, there's if it if the relationship goes well, there'll be plenty of time for a good morning text. Right. Um, like, I don't, yeah, I don't want to. I I still want to. I still want to work to get you interested in me a little bit. I think that's part of it. That's a, that's a that's a part of the fun. That's a part of like not only am I earning like 
your interest in me romantically, physically, whatever, but I'm also earning that trust. And I, and you know, I, I don't want to just, I don't want that given to me. I want to be, I want to truly earn that. That's really interesting. Cause I think, I feel like I've heard that and we've all heard that, that men like to actually pursue women, but I've never actually heard a man say that. And so, that's mm. so, so are you, do you, you're not interested if a woman is an aggressor? Oh no, I definitely am. Definitely am. Okay. Um, because as I mentioned, like, you know, back to the dating app, it's like, I could be the aggressor and send you that first message and suggest that first meetup, or you could, which would be dope. Like, I've always liked that. I've never disliked when a woman was like, hey, like, I know I don't usually send the first message, but I thought you were really dope. Da, 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 da. I, great. Like, because now, now I instantly know that you're, that you're vibing with me. Like, I don't have to guess. Um, so I'm down for that. Um, I guess what I mean, and, and I guess what I was saying, like, can go both ways. Like, I, I, I want to, like, I want both of us to kind of work and not just be like, all right, cool. Like, we had one good date. Let's, here's, here's all the skeletons in my closet. You know what I mean? Like, I want, <laughs> I want, you know, I want both of us to kind of work, um, to kind of work at that and to kind of earn that trust. I mean, I, 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 I wish in my experience I had more women be the aggressor towards me. Um, but that was not so often the case, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, no, no I, think, I think, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think I, I like can distinguish the difference. Like there's a difference between someone like a woman demonstrating that I am interested in getting to know you and doing that work to earn your trust and vice versa mm-hmm. versus like, I really like you. Let's do this forever. You know, like, yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, you know, yeah, I, I, you, you let me know that you're interested and great. Now we're on the same page and now we can both kind of work, work towards something that we like. But if we go on that first day and, and you're just ready to just, just, just drop it all. And, and just like, give me, give me, give me your life. Like, it's just like, well, why are you doing that? You know, like, why, why, why are we moving so fast? Um, but yeah, but it, it's so interesting that you mentioned this idea of like of you know the woman being the aggressor. It's um, it's funny. I've had a lot of conversations with with friends um, with women who you know who who still who still feel like and, and this could be just their experiences, but who still feel like a lot of men don't want that. And I guess I haven't talked to men about it that much, like the men in my life about it that much. But I don't know. Like I'm I'm I very much. I very much value like equal partnership. And I guess this is more like relationship talk, but I, I very much value uh, in a relationship either if you're like officially dating, like if you're like locked up, booed down, or if you're just like kind of dating and you still might be seeing other people. Like I, you know, I still very much value like, you know, both of both, both parties, you know, equally driving that relationship. It's, it's, it's to me, it's like teamwork. Um, and I think in my experiences, the relationships that I, I didn't particularly like the most was when it was only me who was driving everything. Um, that's when I was just, that's when I, that's when it felt a little more quote unquote traditional, a little more old school, less like a, less like a team. And I, I just, that's, I don't know. That's not something that I was, that I've never really been interested in. That's cool. I, I like that perspective, but I will say, cause that's like, I'm, I'm personally very confused about what I should do and I'll, I, I'll say I'm not confused anymore, but I'll, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I have not had success being um, like sending the first message on dating apps or like mm. initiating a meetup. And so like it is confusing because then you'll hear a guy say, you know, oh, I like when women take charge. But then in practice, like you experience something different. But I, I guess the lack of confusion, the clarity for me comes 
now and that if that is a turnoff for you, then you are probably not an ideal partner for me. So it's okay. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you can't send that first message to them and they respond in kind, then yeah, that's just not the person. It doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't make sense. It's like, if you, if, what, I don't, I don't know where it comes from. I, I guess some, 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 some subset of masculinity, but I, I just, why wouldn't you, I just, why wouldn't you welcome a woman who's interested in you, a, a person who's interested in you, reaching out to you first. I, I just, I don't like. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be ideal? Doesn't that cut off all the question marks that you might have had? I, mean, I just don't get. I just don't get why that wouldn't be, uh, you know, a, a good thing. Yeah, I think there's a level of intimidation that men don't talk about, and sure, um, with with women who are assertive and know what they want, and um, yeah, I don't know, but um. Okay, so what about social media? Do you have you ever been guilty of social media stalking? Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I do I do it if I'm just curious about who this person is. Like I could be like I could be like, you know, on set and I'm like, "Oh, that person's dope. I wonder like what they're about. Let me go look at their Instagram real quick." Like I, I just just as a way to just get a get a get a gauge of who this person is. 100%. Yeah. Dating, friendships, oh, pff, all the time. Okay, good. Um, why do you think <laughs> why do you think people social media stalk? I think it's e- it's easy. It's easy. If it were hard, people wouldn't do it. But it's easy because everyone puts out puts they ha- everyone has the ma- the majority of people have their public persona, their Twitters, their Facebooks, and and Instagrams, and it, it's it's a it's you wouldn't have it if you didn't want people to come look at it. You you wouldn't have it if you didn't want people to to take away something when they look at your profile. Um, and so it's a way to just get a quick get a quick glimpse of someone. Um, and who they are, what they do, what they like, and what they look like, to be honest. So it's like you you get a you 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 just get a quick little glimpse, you know, it's a little appetizer. Have you ever caught someone like stalking you? Caught someone stalking me. Um No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I've been told that someone was like stalking me, but I've never like caught someone. Like I've definitely been like someone's been like someone's been like, you know. Someone might have posted a picture of me and then, you know, well, that's not true. I mean, I guess like someone might have posted a picture of me and then I'll get like two new followers or something like that. Or mm-hmm. someone posted a picture of me and then that person was like, hey, my friend just asked about you, you know? So it's like, so I mean, I've had that happen before, but no, not not really truly caught anyone. Have you Never ever like, been caught? Yeah, I have been caught actually. Actually with my current girlfriend, I when I when we before we met, um, I was snooping on her Instagram, so I was curious. Curious or nosy, I don't know which one it was, but I was definitely one of the two. And um, so we were on our first date and I had mentioned something something about like a palm tree, I believe, and um, and she has a palm tree tattoo and I was like, Oh yeah, just like the tattoo that you have. And she was like and she was like, What? And I was like, Huh? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. What did you say? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get out of that one. She definitely called me out on my bullshit and was like, you are definitely stupid on my Instagram or whatever. Um, and uh, to this day, I, I did, I vehemently deny it. So it never, it never happened. <laughs> um, you got to be careful what you learn. <laughs> you do, yo, you do, you do. And I was over here trying to be slick, like let me like drop in some knowledge, and then I got got my ass caught. So that's what happened. Um. <laughs> Okay, this is the last uh, little section of questions. Um, so it's about rebound dating. So um, after you break up with someone, do you take a break before you jump back into dating, or are you ready to just like get back in the field or whatever? Uh, me personally, yeah. Well, obviously. Um, um, 
I've been on both sides of the coin. I've been on the I've been on the side where like I've broken up with someone and I was just like tired and I was like I don't want to talk to anybody for a while. Um, and then I've been on a situation where I was with someone and it and it broke up and I was like, no, but I want to like I want to be with someone. Um, I want someone to do things with. I want someone to like to 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 have feelings for. Um, I want someone to have feelings for me. Um, and so I quickly you know moved on um, and dated someone. Um, um, I think it just depends. Yeah, I've been on I've been on both sides. Um, you know, because like in previous relationships, I've one example that stands out to me. I was dating someone for a while, and um, the 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 courting process of that relationship was 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 great. It was ideal. I felt like I was like you know I don't know some like prince courting a princess, and then the moment we started dating, it just things just went to shit really really quickly. Um, and so we, and we, and we ended up breaking up. And then soon after that, you know, I was, I kind of was realizing, um, you know, I, I just, I, I had a lot of, I just, I had a lot of space in my life for someone and I wanted that to be filled by someone. Um, and I thought, you know, the, re- and, and I was realizing the reasons why I was realizing the reasons why that relationship didn't work. Um, and I felt like, I felt like I could, you know, find someone to make what I was looking for work. Um, and so I, I was like, I don't want to just sit here and mope. I mean, I did for like a week, but like, whatever, like after that, I quickly moved on and was like, no, I, I, I'm, I'm in a space where I want to be with someone. I want to kind of share some, share some things with, um, I felt like career wise, I was like leveling up a little bit and I was like, I want someone like to like be on this ride with me. And, uh, so I, I quickly, uh, started dating again. Was it successful? It was successful. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so you don't think that there should be like a? I mean, what do you think? Do you think there should be a break? Do you think people should? Take some I think time? it depends. I feel like a lot of my questions, my answers have been, like, I don't know, it depends, which is really annoying, but no, it does. So... I think it does because because like you know, like I said, I've been, in, I like I said, I have experience where like I was kind of seeing someone and then it just it just didn't go well and I was just tired. I was like, I don't even want to think about going on another first date again i don't even want to think about suggesting another bar or restaurant or activity um like i don't want to do anything um and so i just i took a break you know um so i don't think there is a rule i think if you if you you know if you if you're if you feel like you have like enough space in your life and in your heart and in your in your, in, in your mental headspace that you feel like you can you can accommodate a partner uh, and you want a partner for the right reasons then then go find a partner i mean you know relationships don't don't always work out and sometimes they don't always work out that doesn't have anything to do with the fact that you you know that you were like a bad partner or that you or they or it it might not always have worked out because you 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 know need to like reevaluate your life like sometimes things just don't work out and it's like ah, that didn't work out but like i can try again you know might not they might not always be so detrimental they might not always be so heavy to the point where you have to like you know reevaluate and you know and and go to a church or something like that, you know, sometimes it just, sometimes it just doesn't work out, but you, you still want to, you know, share some love with someone that you, you know, that you have feelings for. Do you think that you brought in any baggage from the previous situation or, um, do you think you potentially like, I don't know, we're in a position where you could have chosen the wrong person just because you wanted a person. 
Sure. Well, that can definitely happen. I mean, I think I think when I think when anyone first hears you know rebound, they're thinking I'm just like, all right, I seem like a one night stand, like get my spirits back up, you know, as if this were like a 2005 like rom com or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, but that, which is dumb. Don't do that. Don't do that, guys. Um, I think I think for me in that particular instance, I tried my best to be as transparent as possible. It was really weird. I was very transparent. I was like, hey. I just broke up with someone not too long ago. I'm still kind of down about it, but I really want to meet you. Um, so if you're cool with it, let's do it. And then after those first few dates and after like a month or so and things were kind of getting a little more serious and we were less on the dating apps, um, I was I was still trying to be as transparent as possible. Like, hey, like, I don't know what I'm looking I, 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 I definitely want to like be with you, but like, I just want to, you know, like I'm still kind of working through some things. Um, you know, I just want to be clear. And, and that person really reciprocated that like, well, like it was, it was, it was un- unbelievable, honestly, um, how open that person was to, to accepting that and, and kind of going slow with me. Um, also shout out to my therapist for helping me get through that shit. Cause she's hey. dope. So, so that was also another thing too. I was going to therapy, um, and for a number of reasons, but that was one of them. And I was talking to her about it. And then my, my partner knew about me going to therapy and is obviously really supportive of that. So there were, it, it was, it was a very transparent and open process, um, after that breakup to, to when I met that other person. Um, and I was just like, Hey, like, this is where I'm at in my life. And I think that's how it should be all the time. I, I, I don't see a reason why you can't talk about previous relationships. Um, and, and be open about them and like what happened in them and why you want this one to be different or what you're looking to not do in this one, wherever the case may be. Um, so yeah, just that, that level of transparency. Um, and honestly, and, and, and honestly, that was probably one of the reasons why I was like, Oh, this person could be around for a while because they did not bat an eyelash when I mentioned things that I was going through. That's real. Yeah. Super real. Super real. No, I'm thinking, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Every time I talk to someone, I like think about my own personal experience. Um, and it was like two years ago, I met somebody, and after two months of like hanging out, I realized, I found out that he had just got out of a very serious, like three or four year relationship with someone he wanted mm-hmm. to marry. And for me, that was kind of like, I was like, okay, well, maybe. And I was like, well, if you go to therapy and you're working through it, because you said, you know, you have baggage or whatever. Sure, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, it just like, after that, it just like quickly devolved into nothing. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, obviously, I'm not in that position. But I just, if I were in that, if I were you in that position, and like, I would, I would have some question marks. I, I think that's fair to have some question marks. Like, you were about to marry this person. That's way right. different than like that's that's a, that's a whole different level than you just like oh I was dating someone for like a year. That's a whole different okay. level. Okay. Okay. I don't feel so bad. It's a whole different level. Yeah, like, I mean, you're about like, to commit your life to someone. Like, he nah, wanted to marry nah. her, but she left him, and then her picture was still up on his refrigerator when I was over there. So oh no, we good. No, we yeah. good. Exactly. No, no, okay. No, no, thank no, you. No, I was like, no, we good. Like, should I have no. to consider? Okay, you're right. No, you're no, no, we good. No, we good. Feel validated in my decisions. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anywho, that's like pretty much all my questions, Justin. I super oh, appreciate cool. you. This is great. You're hilarious yeah. and interesting. Thank and you. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Situationships. If you like this episode, please leave a five star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Become an official Situationships boothang by donating to the podcast Patreon page. I'll love you forever. And don't forget to connect with me and the Situationships podcast community on social media. 
The pod is on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Situationships Pod. If you have a story you want to share on the podcast, email me at situationshipspod at gmail.com. And lastly, to stay up to date on the events, stories, and news for the podcast, sign up at situationshipspodcast.com. Talk to you soon. Bye, y'all.